on Friday night, Callie and I watched Father of the Bride part three-ish that you were so excited about. Yeah. Did it meet your expectations? I thought it was so well done, um, especially considering the circumstances. Like they were all acting the like over Zoom. Mm -hmm. So they weren't even together. And we're not going to give away any spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, we're we're, we're not going to like reveal what the subject Plot matter is, was. Right. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that I, while watching it was, and you don't even know this, but on more than one occasion, I teared up. Did you? What yes. made you tear up? I just, well, I can't, we can't talk about what made me tear up because we can't ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Oh, okay. But there were definitely, I mean, there were parts in there that were just so father of the bride sweet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, and it was also, it's just because that's such a classic movie. And I like movie. it. Yeah, I love that movie. And it just felt so nostalgic, you know? Yeah, I thought they did a really great job. You know, like, it, I feel like it's hard to preserve the nostalgia. Um, my two comments are, one, none of those actors age, except <laughs> for the kid actors that now look like adults. Right. But, like, Diane Keaton looks flawless. Um, Steve Martin I don't Martin think is, Steve Martin has changed. Like, he doesn't look any different than he has in, like, 20 years. He hasn't aged since 1972. I mean. He's been the same age as long as I have been on this planet. Yeah. And he Longer. is so funny. Yeah. Like he jumped right back into George Banks. It He's, was awesome. I think that Steve Martin and also Will Ferrell, those two actors, and then Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I automatically have a built-in, like I will laugh at whatever they do. Like if they ever did a serious role, I would struggle with that. Yeah. Because the minute I see Will Ferrell, I'm ready to laugh. The minute right. I see Tina, especially Tina Fey and Amy Poehler together, I'm <laughs> ready to laugh. Right. So. Same with Steve Martin. And he's so talented. Like he, yeah, it's just, it's, I feel like it's a very hard thing probably for actors to go from like a role, an iconic role that they had. And then it's been what, since the nineties. So that's 25 years since they played that character. And to be able to jump back in and be the same character and do it so well, I was so impressed. And yeah, it was really cute. Where did you find it? Because I couldn't find it. I had a little trouble. Jeff found it. And then I was getting questions about where I, we found it. I just searched Father of the Bride 3 on YouTube. And it so popped you don't have right to up. log in or anything? Mm -mm. Okay. Nope. And I think um, it's going to be up there forever because they were doing it as a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. And so they they want to promote the charity. Yeah. They're, they, they're doing it for a, um, like a food bank slash cooking that where they go into crisis zones and, and, you know, where there's been a hurricane or an earthquake or a forest fire or whatever all around the globe. And, and they feed the people. So they want, want to bring awareness to that and collect donations. So I think it'll be up there forever. I think it, the feedback I got from my Instagram friends and stuff like that this weekend is that it just hits you right in the feels. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 
If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for that special kind of chip that you only get at the hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurants. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't. Yes, you do. They, they, you can't buy them in a bag. You can't get them any. You can't get them at like a chain Mexican restaurant. They just have that certain crispiness, like out of the right out of the deep fryer. Yeah, they have a certain crispiness and a certain like they're a little bit greasy. Yeah, like, like if they were in a paper bag, the bag would get greasy. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Do. You know? Uh-huh. Or are you just saying that so we can move on? No, I know. <laughs> She's just saying that so we can move <laughs> totally on. Totally not. I know what well, you're talking about. Hopefully, somebody knows what I'm talking about. Because it seems like they deep fry their own chips. It's not like and there's a special yeah. kind of crisp. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for phone cases. If you are worried because it's a Monday morning, or maybe your day has already started off really rough, I would like to tell a story of a woman in Alabama named Rosetta Kimbrough. And her, the story of her day a week or two ago is going to make whatever you have already dealt with or whatever you're going to have to deal with today feel like a walk in the park. Okay. This poor woman just got hit with bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. Number one, she's in Mobile, Alabama. This is last week. And she was riding out Hurricane Sally. Mm -hmm. She thought it had passed. So she finally laid down and went to sleep and woke up to a loud crashing noise because a tree It was in her yard, fell, and came right through the roof of her house and landed in her bedroom where she was. Oh, my gosh. That's so scary. Now, so lucky she did not get hurt by the tree. But one of the branches pinned her on on her bed. So she couldn't get off her bed. Well, as if the hurricane and the tree falling wasn't bad luck enough, It just so happens that on that branch was a giant hive of bees. (gasps) No. So the bees, not knowing what has just happened, start swarming and stinging her (gasps) and she can't get away. Oh my God, poor woman. Because she's under the tree branch. Her husband was not pinned down. He called 911. The firefighters got there right away. Um, Several firefighters got bee stings, but they were able to cut the branch, pull her out. She wasn't seriously injured. Um, They took her to the hospital. She spent the night in the hospital because she had a concussion in about about two dozen bee stings. Oh my gosh. That right there. Well, no matter whatever happens, that's the worst night. Not, uh, not only did your house get wrecked by I'm so it, glad that she had someone else with her right. that could call like cuz that oh my gosh yeah. it could have ended terribly. Yes. So uh um she is fine. She's going to be fine. The you know the house will be repaired and the the bees are gone, I'm sure. But Oof. yeah, so just know that whatever obstacle you are facing today, at least you're not pinned on a bed by a fallen tree that came through your roof that had a beehive on it. Absolutely. No matter what. It'll make your flat tire feel much less inconvenient. Jeff and I tackled a ton of micro anxieties this weekend. Jeff, would you like to talk about yours first? Because I feel like this has been driving you nuts for weeks. This was a game changer. And if you don't know, if you're new to the upside with Callie and Jeff, a micro anxiety is a tiny little thing that you notice 
every single day and that bothers you every single just day. Just a little bit, just yep. enough to like be a little annoying, but not enough to stop your whole day. It's not like, here's an example. It's not a box that is sitting in the middle of your garage that prevents you from pulling your car in. So mm -hmm. you, so you have to park outside. It's not that it's the box that you notice on the shelf that you know is supposed to go to Goodwill, but you just haven't grabbed it yet because every time you rush out of the house, you're not there. But every right. time you see it, you're like, my God, I've had that on that show for two months. I got to do that. I got to do that. So that's a micro anxiety. And what we realized a few months ago when, when Callie took on like cleaning the faucet on her bathroom sink, mm -hmm. That you feel so that the energy changes from going, oh, I got to do that to, oh, I can't believe I finally took care it's of that. Done. It looks so good. Like every time you notice the shelf where the good, the empty shelf where the Goodwill box was, your body fills with pleasure vibes rather than frustration right. vibes. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I had such a game changer micro anxiety issue happen this past weekend that I wanted to bring this back up and encourage y'all to take care of your micro anxieties. We had in our studio, Callie found a rug. We bought it from Home Depot, brought it home. This thing wouldn't stop shedding. We've had it for weeks. We vacuumed it a million times. And by shedding, we don't mean a little bit of shed. We mean like... It's in all floors of our house, virtually every room in our house. It's on our front doorstep somehow. It, I mean, everywhere. It was, it, it got to the point where it was a joke because what would happen is the dogs would come into the studio and lie down on the rug and then stand up and go upstairs and there would be threads on their back like stuck to the dog. Right. Or we would walk across it and it, they would, it would be stuck to our bare feet. And then it's just, it was just awful. And Jeff is super tidy. So things like that, it, it drives me nuts, but it drives Jeff bananas. And it was difficult to work in this, this studio office space because I would look off to the side and I would see, oh, there's one of the threads like on, on the back of the chair. So I'd get up and get it off. And then that would cause like three more to fly around. And it was just whatever. It was the whole thing. Well, finally, uh, I just said, look, we can't, we've been trying for a month. We can't get this rug. The rug's not going to stop shedding. So uh, Callie found one very similar on Amazon. It arrived Friday. Mm -hmm. I immediately rolled up the old one, unwrapped the new one, put it down, vacuumed all of the little fluffs up, all the little shreds, and I feel like I am in a whole new space. It, <laughs> there's no anxiety in this room. I feel Good. like I've accomplished more in the past 24 hours than I have in the past three weeks. Good. It just feels different. Yeah. And then I took the, the original rug back to Home Depot. And when I took it back, the guy goes, yeah, everybody brings this rug back. And I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe stop selling it, bro. Yeah. I'm surprised there aren't more like negative re reviews about it, honestly. Well, you said there were only two. One was positive, one was negative. Right. But I feel like if everyone's returning it, I'm shocked that there's not like. Right. Like if the guy at Home Depot he's like, knows oh, the yeah. rug, he's like, oh, yeah, this rug, I feel like it should have a lot more negative reviews. Right. I cleaned out the entryway of our house. 
which has been driving me nuts for two weeks because we have like little piles of stuff. There's just piles in our house because you like the first two weeks, you're super motivated to organize, clean everything, find a home, whatever. And then eventually the piles start. And when new things come in, they like wind up on the stairs or they wind up, you know, on a corner of your, in the, on the kitchen table or wherever they just wind up in piles. I believe those piles are how every house gets their very first junk drawer because because when you move in and you settle in and everything's fine, at some point there's just a dozen things left that don't fit, that don't have a place. Right. And it just goes somewhere. Right. For us, it was the little entryway bench thing. So there's a little bench in our entryway and it was just collecting stuff. So I cleaned that out and it feels so good. I cleaned that out. I took the tags off the bins that were in our other, like we have two doors on our first floor. One is um, to the outside and one's to our garage. And there was like also piles right next to the garage door. So I cleaned that up and it's clean. It's clean. And then when you walk past it, you're, you're, you're the energy you absorb from it is positive rather than negative. Yeah. So don't just don't sleep. I'll give you another micro anxiety that you can take care of quickly. I cleaned out the center console in my car, you know, where you can store stuff, that little bin that's in between the driver's seat, the passenger seat that becomes a dumping ground for like gum, coins, coins, old parking receipts, random (laughs) pens, Like just stuff, like for whatever, like random dog poop bags, just stuff is in there. Right. And I clean that out. And I tell you, like, I I think I might actually smile every time I open it now to put something in there or whatever. Nice. So don't sleep on the micro anxieties. Handle them. Game changer. All right. um, Every Monday, we ask you to take a challenge with us to elevate gratitude in the world, right? To do something to put gratitude out there in the world and uh, spread it around. And I think we've come up with one this week that one, we haven't done before. And two, it's pretty cool and creative. Yeah. So we are gratitude elevation for the week is to kind of like pick a person or whoever's closest to you or whoever you see. on Pick an unsuspecting target. An unsuspecting target and sprinkle them with gratitude this week, but like not like overkill. Five times, once a day. But just, I am really, well, Jeff had a good example. What did you say when we were talking this out? I forget. Just pick like, let's. I'm really grateful for our dogs. Yeah. They bring me a lot of joy. And you pick the same person. So it could be, and it doesn't have to be somebody you think needs more gratitude or whatever. No, 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 no. It just has to be a person, but it has to be the same person. And once a day, every day for the next five or six days, just be intentional about saying to them, I'm so grateful for blah. Yeah. So if it's, if you're back in the office and it's somebody that you're working with, it could be, I'm so grateful this building has a parking garage so we don't have to run through the rain on rainy days coming to work. Yeah. And just say, and they're they're probably going to look at you and go, what? why are you saying this right now? It's not raining out or whatever. But it j- just put it out. And then when they question you on it, question you on it, you just say, I don't know. I just thought of that. I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that the copy machine has not gone down in a week. I'm mm-hmm. so great. Now that's that right there is you just jinxed it. It's going to totally. go down tomorrow. But or if it's somebody in your house, 
I'm so grateful for this rug that we have. It feels so good on our feet, but it's the same person and do it every day for five or six days because one, it forces you to extend gratitude in, in another way. And two, it just, it, I think it might make somebody start to think in terms of gratitude rather than. And totally subconsciously. Right. So you like poison their mind with it. Infect them a little bit. See how it goes. Coworker, parent, sibling, spouse, not the dogs. Cause I was going to say pets. No, not the pets, but any human being pick one. You don't have to tell them do it in secret. That is your mission. Good luck. Imagine having access to a personal finance expert 24 7 365. Somebody who can help you with budgeting and saving and even investing. That exists. It's called Albert. Albert combines real human guidance with technology so you can stay in control of your finances and find your happy balance. Albert allows you to automate savings. It allows you to start investing and it allows you to have access with Albert Genius to real financial advisors that you can message at any time. They also have Albert Instant would provide you a $100 emergency cushion. If funds get low, they've thought of everything. Download the Albert app today from the App Store or Google Play, and you can find your happy balance. It's Albert, A-L-B-E-R-T. And if you subscribe to Albert Genius, you're going to get a bonus of up to $40. It's Albert, A-L-B-E-R-T, available wherever you get your favorite apps. Rothy's is my favorite flat. They also make shoes. Here's what I love about them. Number one, they're made out of recycled water bottles. So these are water bottles that would have wound up in a landfill. Rothy's has turned them into bags and shoes. Pretty great, right? Number two, there is no break in period. None, nada, zip, zilch. Get what I'm saying? I recently bought the um, sneaker style, which might be my new favorite actually. And I took them out of the box. I wore them to work for a full work day and wore them to work every single day of that week. Zero break in period. I'm telling you, you can just take them right out of the box, put them on your feet. Number three, you can machine wash them. That's the grossest thing about flats, right? They start to smell, especially if you have a really active day or you're just out and about doing things. Your feet can smell. It's fine. It happens to the best of us. Happens to me all the time. You can put these in the wash. Don't use heat. Do it on delicate, but you can put these in the wash, let them air dry. And it's like having a brand new pair of shoes. This is such a great investment and you can feel really good about where your money is going when you buy Rothy's. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability need to create your new favorites. Right now, today, from the comfort of your own house, you can spend a few minutes online and maybe save hundreds or thousands of dollars. How, you ask? Well, it's easy. Go to lightstream.com slash upside and apply for a credit card consolidation loan. The application is 100% online. You don't even have to leave your house. You don't even have to leave your couch. You don't even have to leave your bed. 
Just apply online and you can get a loan starting at $5,000 up to $100,000 for absolutely no fees. And their credit card consolidation loans start at 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. This is probably going to be a lot less than what you're paying on your credit cards right now. And you're going to get the funds probably the same day you apply, if not just a day or two after that. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. And they're ready to deliver that to upside listeners who can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. But the only way to get that is to go to lightstream.com slash upside, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Of course, as a subject credit approval rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount, lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Today's quote of the day is hope equals hold on pain ends. All right, here are my three random things for today, Monday. Uh, Number one, a a study by a security group found that Americans every week are on camera an average of 238 (gasps) times. What? Yep. That's crazy. Uh, And here's how it uh, breaks down. You're caught on camera two dozen times a week, 24 times a week while you're shopping. So that makes sense. Like at a store, you know, the security cameras at a store, whatever. Um, If you are an employee who is going into the office, you are on camera eight times a day. Oh, I bet it's more than that for me. So if it's, well, yeah, but you work in a highly secure building. But if you just work at a whatever office building, they're saying that on an average workday, you'll be caught eight times. So that's 40 times a week. So that's where they got that number. However... That goes up significantly if you work in retail because there's there's usually more security Uh cameras. Yep. You're caught by doorbell and security cameras in your own neighborhood 14 times a week. Really? Yep. Um, And here's the big one. You're more likely to be caught by a security camera while driving than at any other time. So much so that you will be on a camera traffic cam of some sort 160 times a week wow yep that's crazy this is why by the way i am always so shocked that people vanish into thin air and like no one knows where they went because there's cameras everywhere cameras everywhere it's insane yeah this was all um part of a news article or the study was part of a news article that said there will be one billion with a b Live security cameras worldwide next year, 180 million of those will be in the United States. Does that make you feel safer or less safe? I, you know what? I don't really have that much of a problem with it. We've talked about this before because I don't, I don't know. Like if you want to watch me walking my dog, picking my nose, whatever I'm doing, (laughs) go for it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not really. We're not very interesting. And also if it can help aid in my finding somehow right. or help me, then yeah, take pictures of me all you want. Follow me everywhere. And y'all better remember that. I said that. So if something ever happens to me, you can go nuts and track down every security camera that I might've ever been on. Um, the While we're on the subject, my second random thing is the company Ring mm-hmm. that makes the doorbells. Have you seen their new product? No. It's a drone that flies around your house when you're not at home and will has a camera on it. So we'll film your house while you're not at home. I don't get drones. 
Why? They're so cool. You can see things from high up. They're neat, but like, I don't get how it works. Oh, you don't get the science behind it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I don't get how we could live in a drone society without chaos. Like, I don't get how the Amazon robots or whatever carry stuff without people stealing them or whatever. I don't get how, like, if every company was using drones to deliver or ring doorbells or whatever, how they wouldn't crash or there wouldn't just be creepy bug looking things all over our sky. Like, I just don't understand if we're moving towards a drone world, my head hasn't processed how that looks and how it's not complete chaos. And you know, what's funny about that is, is in 30 years, but I'm also not as smart as all these people that are right. developing it. But in 30 or 40 years, when our daughter is our age, she'll be sitting around with friends saying stuff like, can you believe back when my parents wanted a pizza delivered? People would drive it. Somebody would get in a car and drive (laughs) the pizza to their house. They wouldn't have the pizza drone pick it up and bring it to their house. You know? I mean, this is why I'm not working for Elon Musk, because I don't understand how this stuff works, really. Along the same lines as the um, Ring drone, um, Amazon announced a whole bunch of added features. One of those um, pertains to us. Alexa... You can program Alexa. You just are making Uh, everybody angry right now. Sorry, I just turned on everybody's speaker. She, that smart speaker. The A woman. The A woman. um, You can program her to respond to the sound of a crying baby by turning on a light or playing soothing music or turning up the sound of a noisemaker. What? Yeah. So. I thought we weren't going to have her um, in the baby's room. We're not? Well, you're contradicting yourself because Jeff ordered, um, he was responsible for the the baby gadgetry that was to be ordered. And we specifically did not order baby monitors that would connect to Wi-Fi so they wouldn't ever be hacked. I'm, yeah, but that's the... um, the video, like the watching, I, but people could still hear and talk to her. Eh, I don't know about that. Really? And if they could, I would just take it out. My, the thing that weirds me out about those the baby cameras that mm-hmm. get hacked are like when the baby's old enough to respond and people hack into them. The baby's old enough to respond to the like the voices and mm-hmm. stuff, and people hack into them and like have conversations with the kid. Like, hey, little girl. I'm over here. Turn around. Yeah, but people can still do that. It just won't have the video thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, but not. No, I don't think people are hacking that. You think Amazon has it on lock? No, I just don't think people would. I don't think people would put that energy forth because it's not as exciting. Oh. Because you don't really know what's happening. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, what I was thinking would be good about it is if it detects the baby crying, it could turn on a light in our room. Or a light in the hallway because we're going to have to get up and go check on the baby. I have a feeling that baby crying will wake us up anyways. Hmm. At least me. What I would like to do is invent a drone that gets the baby and brings it into our room. Like a little crane on it. Just picks it up and then flies it into our room. Yeah. Here's my third random thing from a journal called Medical Daily. People who swear are smarter than people who don't. Some people say that 
Swearing is a reflection of low education and, and low intelligence. It's the theory is that when people can't think of the right adjective, they resort to slang, including curse words. But a study found that people who could come up with more curse words actually had a larger vocabulary, which reflects a higher IQ. I don't know if people know this about me, but Jeff and I cuss pretty frequently in real life. We don't do it on Instagram and we don't do it on the show. So I don't think we do it an excessive amount, but we do it. We want our show. We want the podcast to be family friendly. I know. It's just really funny because I feel like if you haven't interacted with us in person or like through DMs or whatever, then I feel like you would have no, like think that we're very clean. Yeah. Like squeaky. Wow. Squeaky clean. <laughs> and we're did you just ra- Did you just rap the word squeaky? Squeaky, 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 clean. Squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. Wow. Anyways. Okay. Uh, well, I, yeah, but I don't want you, everybody to think that we're like potty. We're, it's not like a- No, we're not potty mouths, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here, th- those are my um, three random things. Do you have like a- a thing like a da 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 da. da oh, I think I do. Hold on, I think I do. No. No. What the heck is that from? I don't know. I don't have anything. I thought I had. I thought you had the trumpet thing on there. No. Nope. One of these days, Jeff will label his sound effects, but is that a micro anxiety for you? We just use them so rarely, but I should put it on there. All right. But anyways, it's time now for my schedule as prepared by Callie Dollar. There you go. I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I have listened to what you have told me is important to you. I have heard what makes you feel like you have a successful, what you need to have in a day to make it feel successful. And I have put together your first schedule for today for the week. Now, keep in mind when we say that, um, we recorded this a day ahead of time. So we're recording this on Sunday. So I'm telling him his schedule on Sunday for Monday. And I will get a new schedule every single day. Yes. And it'll be generally the same, but like we both have like some appointments and stuff like this, Right, but it'll, it'll include the same things, um, potentially in a little bit of a different Will order. you include the specific, will you put the schedule in show notes? And the reason I'm asking is because there was a conversation on Facebook with people saying that they operate better when somebody gives them a schedule and that's me mm-hmm. or is it so unique to me that it might I think not? it's unique to every person because you have to identify two things. One, what makes you fulfill, fulfilled in a day? And I think everyone is different in that way. And number two, um, what the problem slash struggle areas are. And I what, think everybody's different for that. All right, real quick. What uh, makes me, what do you think makes me fulfilled in a day? Um, some sort of movement, like walking outside yes. or exercise or whatever, getting up early, Yep. Um, cooking of some sort. Yep. And um, uh, what else? Oh, like, so making your breakfast. So that would be that. Um, and then preparing. And- Yes. Okay. And then where do I struggle? You struggle with, I think, 
the way that I want your schedule to work is I want you to eliminate, I want you to have more distinct office hours and I want you to eliminate waking up and starting doing chores because I think that starts your day, not on a work note, but on a personal note. And that's where you get caught up with time. Like last week, all of your time hiccups were because you were doing personal errands to FedEx, UPS, the, you know what I mean? And that just starts your day off in the wrong way. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm excited. So I think you should save like your weekends mostly and like a couple hours during the day for personal stuff. But truly, I think you need to not start your day doing personal things because that's what throws your schedule off. All right. So what time do I get up tomorrow? 6 a.m. And what am I? Which I think is too early, but you have said that's what you want. Yeah. I, I getting up early, I would actually be happy getting up at 530, but I'll take 6 a.m. So we're going to start at 6 a.m. You're going to wake up and you're going to make the bed. Okay. I love it. That is the thing for you. Yes. Um, At 615, you're going to take a minute to set intentions and goals for the day. Like think about your day, how you want it to go. Um, That's also something you told me you wanted to do. Yeah. Um, You gave me 15 whole minutes to make the bed. You really think I'm going to struggle with that, huh? No, but I know that you're going to also check your phone and I'm being realistic here. Got it. Thanks. Um, 6.30 a.m. Coffee and make breakfast and feed the dogs. Okay. Like whatever that routine is. Did you hear that, Lily? Um, 7 a.m. Get ready for a workout or whatever movement that you're going to do that day. Yep. And then from 7.15 to 8.15, that's your choice of movement. You can go for a hike. You can take the dogs on a walk. You can go for a bike ride, get on the Peloton if it's raining. Water aerobics. Water aerobics. Perfect. Your choice. 8.45 a.m. Because I know sometimes like if you're driving somewhere or whatever, like I'm giving you time to get home. Mm-hmm. 8.45 is shower time or whatever you time you get home. It's late 45, shower time, get ready. Time. Can I do a Calgon bubble bath instead? Whatever you want, take as long me, as you're clean. Take me away. As long as you're clean. Um, your workday starts at 9 a.m. Fair enough. No home projects. All right. No personal errands. Okay. At noon, you or whenever around then that you got hungry, take time for a lunch break yep. to say hi to me, whatever. That'll be like, yeah. Um, between that and... 2 p.m. or 1.30 p.m. You have to prep tomorrow, the show for the next day. Okay. So that would be like Tuesday's prep time. Yep. We record between 1.30 and 2, somewhere around there. And yep. we need to be done by 2.30. Wow. Okay. 2.45 at the latest. Got it. Um, 3 to 4 p.m. is going to be like prep and eat dinner. So okay. that's make dinner, family time. Yep. 4.30 p.m. If you have anything from the house that you want to get done, that would be your time. Yep. So that is like home errands, grocery store, house cleanup, edit the show, chill, or, you know, figure out what we're going to eat for the next day, like prep for the next day. Got it. 6.30 p.m. You tuck me in bed. Okay. And I said 6.30 to 7.30 because that's kind of like a. That's your window. That's my window. Um, so starting at 7 30 PM is your time to work ahead for the next day. Tidy the house, which I know is you, important to you. If, have you given me an odd amount of time to get ready for the next day? Yeah. Cause you need it. Oh, you okay. take that much time anyways. And if I only schedule a short amount of time to do it, it's going to stress you out. I want you to feel, to- I want you to go to bed feeling prepared for your next day. Okay. Um, tidy house, personal errands, you know, grocery store, whatever, 7 30. So you kind of have freedom at night to do what you want to do to prepare for the next day. You can watch the office. You can bake cookies. I know you do that a lot. You can do whatever you want. That's your time. 
Love it. I watch other shows besides The Office. I know. That was just what we were talking about right before we turned the mics on. So. Oh, okay. And then 10 p.m. brain off time. So. No phone. No, no reading. Phone. You can read if it helps you calm down. Reading doesn't help me calm down. It wakes me up. But can I watch TV? Yeah. You can do whatever you want starting at 10 as long as you're slowing your brain down. Um, to get, to be in bed asleep between 10, 30 and 11. That was a lot more specific than I thought it would be. But it's good, right? Like yeah. you need specific. I'm excited. I'll, yeah. I'll see. I'm excited to see how I do. Me Thank too. I think you're going to like it. Thanks for taking the time to put that together for me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We snuck a bonus episode into the roster. It appeared Saturday morning, just like it would have been a regular weekday episode. And it's long. It's like an hour long. So, it long. yeah, it, but it's a Q&A. I think we answered about a dozen questions that you had submitted. So if you find yourself with some extra time and you want to listen to a podcast and you want it to be ours, there's a bonus episode sitting there waiting for you. I cannot wait until I can have wine again and we can do them after we've had wine. Because that was fun. We did that last time. Like a boozy bonus episode? boozy bonus episode, yep. Got it. Are we allowed to drink when we have a kid? Yeah. Okay, just asking, making sure. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Brenna calling from Portland, Oregon. And I really needed your show today. I spent the morning doing some campaign work via text. I got some really callous and unnecessary texts back in return. And I needed the upside. I started listening to the show. I couldn't believe the title of this episode because I literally just asked Alexa um, two days ago if Mercury was in retrograde. And her response was, no, something else must be bumming you out. And I was annoyed by that because it's not just me. It's not just Jeff. It's my best friend. It's my mom. It's my aunt. It's my boyfriend. All of us are going through something. And it definitely feels like it's Mercury's fault. Anyway, um, thank you for being inspiring and creating this community. It really is something to be proud of. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. I mean, bye. We've talked about Liquid IV on the show for quite a while. So what you know already is that Liquid IV has hydration drink mix, right? Well, they've just launched their newest line, Energy Multiplier. So it's 100 milligrams of clean caffeine and is a great coffee replacement and an all-natural alternative to processed energy drinks. So if you need a boost in the middle of your day and you usually grab for an energy drink, try the Liquid IV Energy Multiplier. About half of Americans report that they struggle with daily fatigue. Maybe that's decreased focus when you're working. Maybe it's lack of motivation, bad mood, unhappiness, whatever. With Liquid IV Energy Multiplier, you can upgrade your vibe and reach your constant state of awesome. Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world, and I love that about this company. They donate 3.7 millions of servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. And that's 25% off of anything that you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE.
Jeff Garrett from Virginia, 75 hard, game changer. I'm on day 56. It'll revolutionize your life. It's a great thing, man. Got to stay with it. I would love, love to hear how you do with it. Both you guys, Kelly and Jeff, congratulations on Baby Dollar. Excited for you guys to become parents. Greatest job you'll ever have. Talk to you later. Hey, guys, just calling about the October Lucians. I think it's an awesome idea. Such a realization to kind of finish the year out strong and go into 2021 with a whole new mindset. So love it. Definitely doing it. And um, love the show. Thanks. Okay, guys, this Friday started off for us. But I'm not going to lie, I just made it 10 times better by listening to your podcast while I was getting gas at Kroger. I turned the car off and I was just letting the podcast play through the speakers at the door open. And on comes the hormone call of the day jingle. And it was really loud. And the guy behind me in this really big truck started laughing. And I got to introduce him to the outside. So I just wanted to tell you guys, keep it up. It's great. Love you. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Cheryl. <laughs> Jeff, I am cracking up at you worrying about whether you're putting pee on your feet. <laughs> and like Callie says, no shame. If it works, just do it. Love your show, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, I just teared up. I love Father of the Bride 1 and 2. Cannot wait. Thank you guys for spicing up our weekend. Every party has a pooper. That's why we invited you. George Banks, the party pooper. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Lauren. I stopped the episode from this morning. The urea is not pee, <laughs> Kelly. It is excreted in the urine. I think it's like a type of like acid or protein, um, and it comes out in the urine, but it's not urine. Have a good day. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Remember, the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose.